Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. What is up, family? I'm excited to be back in the studio. I've been on the road, traveling around. Where did I go? Oh, yeah. You've been all over the place. Toronto. We were in Toronto last weekend, and then we were down at uh, Ray Bentley's church down in San Diego doing the wake up. And then we even hit their high school, which was like last Monday, right. I think. Yeah, this week, right? Yeah, it's been Beginning epic. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, Toronto was, was super epic, too. We did two high schools up there, and then we actually did um, a youth conference up there, and then I did the wake up message. And we, you know what's really crazy is this actual month right now that's in front of us, we have the most events going on. What do you got going um, on? Well, basically, let's see. What do we got? I'm trying to find this this new updated calendar. But um, So I'm doing three tours right now. Okay. So one tour is the Kill the Noise Tour. We're touring the public high school system. We're not only going to the high schools, but we're actually going to the middle schools now. So if you would like us to come to a middle or high school, please contact us. Go to thewhosoevers.com, and we will come to that school for free. Um. We just got to get plugged in with the Christian club teacher. This is the hardest part, and yet it's extremely easy. <laughs> uh, but no one likes to do it. You just got to connect us with the Christian club teacher, and we work out the rest of the details to go to the schools and give the gospel to the kids, get them plugged back into the Christian club and into the local church. It's amazing. Kids are getting saved and getting transformed. Then I have the wake-up tour, which we're touring that as well. And that's basically, um, shoot, I don't know. We got this whole month set up for us. I know that we're going to be going to, um, let me see. I got to pull it up. I got too many dates here. Let's see. Where is that new graphic? Here we go. Uh, we have uh, Los Angeles. We have Upland that just passed. We are going to Seattle next week. And we're going to actually be in Seattle for, uh, I think we're going to be there for a week. We're going to be doing, I think, 13 a date, thirteen dates in six or seven days. Wow. That's going to be gnarly. So we're hitting that, and then we're going to be out in Albuquerque um, at Skip Isaac's church. Actually, we're on their radio show now, live. Um, we're going to be out there the, the weekend of November 12th, and then we're going to be up in New uh, Mexico City uh, November 25th. Anyway, just go to my Instagram or my website, Ryan-Reese, and you can get those dates. But also, I have, uh, I'm going to be doing a tour with Austin from Of Mice and Men, and he actually told his testimony at our church um, a while ago, probably like probably almost two months ago. Probably it was like two months ago. And the, what, what was the reaction? What did you think when when he came out? For oh, that? there's a big impact. Obviously, there's a lot of people that connect uh, with his story. So um, yeah, there's there tons of people that were there. Were ton, ton of young people there that connected with him and identified with his story. Yeah. So he's. I mean, he's 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 basically. Uh, I would say uh, he's a millennial connecting. He has that voice. With the millennial and the Gen Zs, but we're going to be doing a tour with him. And uh, November third on Friday, we're going to be at Calvary Chapel Houston, and then November fourth on Saturday, we're going to be at Calvary Chapel Rio Grande, that's in New Mexico. And then November tenth, Friday, we're going to be at Calvary Chapel Las Vegas. And then November eighteenth, Saturday, we're going to be at Calvary Chapel Fellowship in Seattle, wow. in Washington. Busy. So we have three tours. Kill the noise. The Austin tour and the Wake Up tour, and they're all going in and out of each other, and it's going to be sick. For the Wake Up tour, as Ryan was talking about, going to multiple places to speak churches in various places, 
You can email at info at ryanreese.com to book that. Uh, for the Kill the Noise tour, you can go to info at the whosoevers.com. Uh, it's great to be back with you guys tonight on Live with Ryan Reese. If you're going to want to call in throughout this night, maybe you have a question regarding your walk, your faith, maybe these things that you're struggling with. We're going to kick up some of these topics that we see prevalent in our in our culture today, and maybe you want to add to the conversation. The number is 888-564-6173. Again, 888-564-6173. You know, Ryan just got back from Canada about a week and a half or two ago. I believe he went there. And then he's gone multiple places here in uh, in Southern California. And one thing he told me was like, it's the same issues that everyone's facing. So many people are facing depression. So many people are facing the things from here, the same over there. Um, and I think in our world is fastly changing in so many ways. Um, and, and we just need to be in touch with what's taking place and have a heart for the world and, and have a vision. 100%, right? Sean. You know, when I was at that youth conference up in uh, Toronto, there was this dude that got up and basically, you know, he says, if you're dealing with depression or thought about it or considered suicide ever in your life, raise your hand. And this is a middle school and high school students and literally like 200 students raise their hands. Mm. And um, it's the same anywhere you go because it all goes back to the, the era that we live in. Technology is new as far as the, the smartphones and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And then the internet, it's, it's, it was all created. I mean, in like the 19 late nineties is when it all started coming out. Right. You know, I remember getting my first AOL account back in 1994, maybe, or something like mm-hmm. that. But it's all new, all the technology and everything. And what's going on is, you know, there's a news in, uh, what, what was that one article we were talking about? Uh, um, Wall, Street, Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal came yep. out the article talking about depression and anxiety is at an all time high uh, with not only the adults, but with uh, the, the, the youth as well. And it's all because of uh, the devices. The devices are dividing us. Right. And it's uh, people are getting more caught up, and I'm guilty of it too. You can get so caught up in your device that you're losing interaction. I mean, think about how much time you could waste on your device. And you're breaking that time in relationships that you could be talking to your wife or your kids or your friends or your family, that interaction of just even leaving the house. Yeah, and you isolate yourself. You know, it becomes a major issue. You're not functioning. You know, sometimes, I brought this up before, sometimes just going to the park and chilling can be like an amazing experience if you're if you just are able to move the distractions out of your life for the day. Um, I was I was talking to you earlier about, dude, I broke my phone like a couple of weeks ago and I had to go without it for like a day and a half because I didn't have no time to go get it fixed. And it was actually pretty awesome. Um, you know, not everybody has to get a hold of you all the time. Um, and so often, you know, especially on both sides too, like somebody sends you a text and they're like, if you don't respond like in three minutes, like, what, are you there? Do you, are, are we friends still or what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how it is sometimes. <laughs> It's so right? true. Yeah. No, it's true. That's and what, that's and you what, feel this pressure to have to connect. I got to connect to this person, this person, and they're going to think I'm a jerk. And I, I, But you're not ready to engage in this conversation because you're dealing with something else. So you're with, an, a, you know, maybe with your wife that you, you need to spend time with or your children, you're dealing with something. And, you know, we're connecting with these people outside of where the people right in front of us were not connecting. And that can be that can be something that can really bite us in the end, because we're going to miss out on the, these times with our family, with, with our children, you know? No, dude, it's so true. And also with that article, it says the anxiety. And I was just thinking about how you were talking 
But if you don't get back to that person right away, then then you you know then you get this anxiety. I got to take care of this. Your your text messages start. I mean, right. I, they start you know adding up. I remember when I got married. I remember waking up one day after I got married, you know, about a week into it, and I had like. 65 text messages <laughs> i was like i'm changing my number dude forget <laughs> this this is crazy yeah you, know, you almost got to get to the point sometimes where you change your number every couple of years <laughs> at this point it's like because yeah. you know that's how i that's how everyone gets a hold of you back in the day you'd give them your you know your, imagine your, your number you, but if you said you have to go meet somebody you actually have to meet them there because you know it's you didn't have a cell phone to be like I, i'm here i'm here i'm here like you have to trust that person's going to meet you where you were going to go it's not even yeah. It's not even the phone number or the text messages now. It's it's oh notifications on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever else you're watching. Uh, YouTube. Oh, they're like Thrasher I know just came out. I know you're there. You just liked the photo. I saw it. It was. <laughs> no, you know. It's I know you're awake. Answer my phone call. <laughs> it's all this crazy stuff, and I think the the key, honestly, is we're just you know kind of serious about laughing about this whole situation. We have to figure out how to navigate through this. We have to figure out how to navigate through this because technology keeps increasing. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is how the enemy is, is he gets in because he gets us distracted and pulled us away from God's calling. And even just hearing the voice of God. Now, I was telling you, I, I lost my phone the other day or didn't lose it, but I left it at my house, was driving. And God spoke to me on my, on my drive. But if I had my phone, I'd have been messing with it, doing who knows what. Mm. And uh, just distracted. Yeah. And it's so, it's, God wants us to focus and meditate. What does it say? It's meditate on his word. Yep. We need to meditate on him. Pray without ceasing. What is that? That's talking to God without ceasing, basically, throughout the day. If we're praying without ceasing, then we're constantly in communion with God as in communion as in like talking to him and having a relationship with him. You know, when um, I was bringing this up a couple of weeks ago, that my, my brother's a, a fire captain over here in Southern California. And so they de- deal with major things, major traffic accidents, you know, things at homes, fires, everything. But they have seen the number spike in young people battling with anxiety and like panic attacks more than ever. Those that even were not diagnosed like as a kid like it's a not not just a physical thing that they have gone to it is something where the pressures of life have overwhelmed so many people's lives um and they've seen it spike in numbers in, in multiple areas you know and this again attests to what we were reading earlier on the wall street journal uh, as we're talking about the distractions of technology and all this kind of stuff we are so consumed with so much information that we don't have rest and we don't have peace and true peace only comes when your mind is focused on the Lord. He's the only one that can bring you peace in the midst of confusion and chaos. For me, a lot of times when I need to have some time away or a break, I just turn everything off. I'll tell the kids, turn everything off or let's just let's just chill a little bit. And I'll, you know what's so crazy? Peace actually comes. Absolutely. It really does. Yeah. It really does. You know what's crazy is I was actually – because I read like five different articles today and one of the articles talked about – it was about the, the parents and, and the kids about the, uh, the anxiety and stuff. And they were talking about how a lot of kids have anxiety now and it's even like with a lot of you know, uh, rich kids. They have the anxiety with um, – because they, they want they, they want to be like perfect and like they, they feel like they, they're not good enough. It's not just rich kids but even other kids. They don't feel like they're enough so they keep – Mm. They keep trying to keep, you know, they yeah. keep trying to, to, to be enough 
And that's what's driving the anxiety. They want to be perfect, basically. So like, it leads them to anxiety and depression. Yeah. Because they're probably, you know, what they're seeing, they want to, they want to be the best they can be, but they don't feel like they're ever good enough. Mm. Yeah. With just compare, comparing themselves to what they're seeing in the world, because everything's visual now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're seeing all this stuff, so you always have this the, this bar you have to measure up to. I, you know, you bring that up, it speaks of like, I was thinking about in the Bible, like, and I brought this up a lot too, is like covetousness. You know, when you see the word covet, like, I didn't even know what that really meant before, you know, walking with the Lord and knowing the Bible. Um, but covetousness was found in the Ten Commandments is one of the things that the Lord said, you shall not have any gods before me, not to worship idols, don't commit adultery, murder. And then in the midst of all those, it says, you shall not covet. What does that mean? Desire basically in simple form, it's desiring something that is not yours. And he's like, wow, like next to adultery, next to murder, I mean, why is that even on that level? God knows. God knows when you covet and desire something that's not yours, it's that you've heard that that saying before, the grass is always greener on the other side, or keeping up with the Joneses next door. It will start to control your life. It will consume you. You're, like you were just saying right now, it's like, oh, what kind of car? Well, now I got to get that car. Or, you know, you see things on social media, I got to get that. You're trying to keep up with something. And so you're always putting on this front and a facade. And before you know it, it becomes a distraction. That's what the Lord said thousands of years ago. Covetousness will destroy your life. Jesus even says life's, uh, one's life does not consist in the things that, that you obtain. Um, and so I believe it's so amazing that God's word has never needed to be changed for the hundreds and thousands of years. But the simple truths like that make sense today because God knows the heart of man. No, uh, go ahead. No, yeah. I, I was just going to uh, name a quote that I read in one of those articles too. They call it the Instagram envy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Going back go. to the covet yeah. verse. Yeah. Because you're seeing on Instagram and they – they call it the Instagram envy because you're envious and you want what you're watching on your feed. And it goes back to that simple command that God yeah. gave a long time ago, that shall not covet. It's always tripping It'll out. drive you to anxiety uh-huh. and depression. There's nothing, nothing wrong with wanting a better life. There's nothing wrong with wanting nice things. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, is when those things consume your you're but this trying is to attain the, joy. You're never going to find joy in those things. This is one of you the curses of temporary happiness. This is one of the curses of technology. Is you're constantly see, if you're constantly seeing this stuff, yeah, then that's what you become. Just like anything that you you you're constantly a part of. You are what you eat, right? Mm-hmm. Well, whatever you're watching, if you're constantly put this in, think about how many hours they said what like seven to like. 15 years or something. I always get the quotes messed up. Seven to 15 years of, of your life will be um, sp- spent in front of screen time. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If you're constantly, I mean, I, I look at Instagram. I had to unfollow a bunch of people because I'm like, I just want to see what I want to see here. Right. You know, and yeah. it's not that I'm coveting. I just don't want to think. I'm like, I don't want to. Why am I looking at this? You can get mad. You're like, why am I looking at this? Why am I even following this? This feed, no, you yeah. know? I, I'm the same way. If you're tuning in right now, this is live with Ryan Reese. We're back here live in the studio. If you want to call in, the number is 888 We'll take some of your calls as the show goes on. Maybe you find yourself battling with some of the things that we're talking about. The depression, um, trying to find victory in your life through these various things of 
technology or pornography or whatever it may be, call in. We want to chop it up with you, and maybe you want to add to the show tonight. I just thought about that verse. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. Seek God's will in your life. Put him first, because he says the most important commandments is to love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So the first most important commandment is to love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Put him first. Follow him 100%. And then if you're doing that, if you're literally focusing on what he has for you, you're not going to be caught up in all the distractions, all the noise. And you got to, I think there has to be boundaries to everything. You need to make sure that you're spending that time with him. Then you have that focus on your job, your family, not necessarily in that order. Um, Your time, even with device, time management with devices. Because this, like I said, this is all new technology, and it's yeah, it's. I mean, we're going to have the the statistics later on of what happened for the first twenty years of technology, and we're we're part of the statistics here. True, like yeah, and the reality of it is, our society is changing. There are things that are dependent upon technology and everything. You know, I mean, getting somewhere. Ryan, do you print anywhere to get directions, or do you go on your phone on MapQuest or Google? Where are you going? I have a um, just a print-up map that I pull out. You liar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> from the gas station. No, you know, seriously, yeah. so we're so connected to stuff like that. That's just an example. You're like, dude, nobody could get lost today. All you do, you type in the address, you go right there. But that technology is gone. Nobody <laughs> knows where they're going. <laughs> dude, for real. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it is what it is. That's why I think it's important that what we're trying to do is like we don't, we don't allow our kids to have devices. We don't even want devices upstairs, you know. In yeah. their rooms or anything, you have to. You just kind of have to make those rules. There's, there's all kinds of books that are that have been out about the stuff and the effects that it has on on the kids as well. So, um, yeah, you just got to make rules in the house and set time aside for yourself. Because I could get caught up. I go to jump in bed at nine o'clock, and all of a sudden, I'm just watching YouTube's and oh, videos. Yeah, it's so twelve easy. o'clock, I'm like. Dude, I was supposed to go to bed at nine tonight. <laughs> How am I? It's twelve o'clock now. You know, it's yeah. so easy. Yeah, it's man. so easy. And and like that. like we're saying, like you know, yes, we're dependent on multiple areas, but you need to find what works out best for you. You and this goes with everything in life. Like you sometimes just have to do inventory in my life. Is this thing in my life drawing me closer to the Lord or away from God? That can be. Maybe you're in a relationship right now that isn't predicated upon God or his truth or his promises. And that relationship isn't drawing you closer to the Lord. It's drawing you further away from God. Dude, that's a red flag right there. You know, if this phone is drawing you further away from God or, you know, closer to God, which probably not the point, not most likely not. But if it is something that's standing in your your relationship with the Lord, you got to do something about that. And you look at other areas as well. Um, we all got to do inventory in our lives because there are a lot of things that can cloud our judgment. There's a lot of things that can be a, can become a distraction. Sometimes we just need to be refreshed in the Lord. Yeah, you know, I need to actually download this new app. It just came out right now. I just got to update um, about um, no. Just like, <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and take uh, let's go ahead and take line three. See that the distractions. The distractions. That was a joke. I don't have a new app. Hey, how you doing tonight, Janine? Hi, how are you? How are you? You're calling in from Ohio. That's awesome. So, um, yay! This, this is really, I'm talking to Ryan and Sean. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, nice. We're it talking is to live. What's up? <laughs> well, I just thought I could add a little to the conversation. Cool. Yeah. Um, I was listening online. I listen every week. Big fan. Heck I've been listening yeah. to you guys for a year now. 
Very cool. Um, yeah, found you through Lacey Sturm, and then I found Ryan Reese. I found I Am Second. Uh, you know, then I, I actually volunteered at I Am Second Warp Tour this oh, year. Oh, no great. way. That's amazing. Yeah, Thank it you. was really fun. Yeah, it was a great time. I was, like, honored. Dude, that's um, awesome. So it's been a crazy year. I've been sober for a year. It's been an eight-year journey of getting oh, sober. Cool. Congratulations. And, uh, Thank you. It's been a great year. It's been a tough year, but um, yeah, I got saved a year ago. It's been a crazy year. So I just got a job as a realtor. Okay. And I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on all our different websites. People are coming at me like crazy. Um, I'm always on my device. Right. It's taking, it's, I need my new job. Took me away from church for five weeks. Um my home life suffered so much. I have a toddler, and uh, <clears throat> it's a little emotional. It was a rough month. I mean, I was constantly on my phone. My three-year-old taking my phone away from me and putting it down. Mm-hmm. Enough, Mom. Right. I mean, and I'm, I know, I'm striving to do more with my life so that I can provide for him, but at the same time, I'm present, but I'm not in the moment. Yep. And it suffered. Like, just a month of it, I saw, you know, no church, no meetings constantly working on my computer. I mean, I'm in the, I'm in my car at my phone, my laptop, my iPad. It's insane. I'm like, who's driving this car? It's, I mean, it's horrible to say, but yes. it's, it's, yes. this is the, this is what technology has done to us. Right. And it, it's like you said, it was a curse and a blessing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, learning to manage it. I mean, I don't have the, like the Facebook and, Instagram. I'm kind of out of that generation. I'm a little older. Right. But you're using this <laughs> um, stuff for your for your work, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. And you're that's why you're so consumed yeah. with it because you're trying I to pay the bills yeah. and 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 get yeah. back to everyone. Yeah. So, I, but you know, for us uh, in recovery, healthy balance is always yes uh, challenging for us. It's either you know all or nothing, and I I just find that when I'm stuck in those moments, it's really hard for me to reach out to God to like pray. Like I stay stuck in them. Almost right. a little too long, but you know I'm getting back into church. We just launched our new campus in you know Cleveland area. That's on me. Sunday, so it was a great feeling, and I'm getting back into church. And you know, guy was just kept talking to me, and I kept praying, and I just saw the little things from not going to church for a week and not you know missing the important things of my life I need uh, that my devices were taking away from me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, right. And, and it just spiraled. It snowballed so fast. You know, Ryan, so brought, fast. Ryan brought this up just a couple of minutes ago about um, Matthew six thirty three: Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things will be added unto us. It's so important that God becomes, stays a priority in our life, like you were saying right now. Because there is a balance to be had, you know, with, with social media, especially in the world we're living in today. That is where network and, and marketing is as well for different agencies, mm-hmm. whether it's real estate, whether it's whatever, you know, communicating to the public of what you got going on, what, you, what you're doing. Um, for, so there has to be a balance because you can mm-hmm. utilize and it becomes a work thing for sure. But those things that you know you don't have to do, that time that you know you don't need to be on the phone, um, you got to restrict it because otherwise, it like you said, it will consume you. It over overtake your life, and you have to be a balance. When now you start seeing the residual effects, like a, a three year old child taking the phone away because they're identifying that it's taking too long. Okay, that is a check mark. That's something I need to deal with, and so 
Man, Janine, we encourage you and just being able to recognize that and now trying to find And when the Lord is number one, when you're kind of going to church and, and uh, reading the word, God's going to show you how to have that perfect balance. And that's that seeking first God's kingdom. He's going to be like, this is taking away too much. I got to change this. I got to change that. If you're open to be to learn, you're going to be okay. And Janine, it's a, it's an ongoing process. This, mm-hmm. this whole walk with God, it's an ongoing process. You're never going to figure figure it out completely, and God's going to keep showing you things. You're going to be all hardcore for God going to church, and then you're going to get distracted with like some school stuff with the kids, and then you also you're like, oh come on, we got to get back in church. It's like it's just a constant um, being led <laughs> by the Holy Spirit and just being open to Him speaking to you, and knowing that the focus is to stay connected. To God, make sure you're plugged into church. Make sure you're reading because that's that's how God speaks to our hearts. You know, it, it's so I could think of a million different things I'd like to do than to go to church and read the Bible. You know, I mean, there's that's always the, something to do. There's, there's not always time something. Day. I know, I know, this guy that was just like, man, I was going to start going going back to church and going there and thing, but you know, I said this week, this week, I, and we didn't want to stop drinking. And like, let me guess, you're like. I'll stop drinking after the McGregor and Mayweather fight. Yeah, actually, I thought that exact same thing. <laughs> then you're like, I'll stop drinking after this college football mm-hmm. game or after this game or that game or this event. That. And before you know it, you're three months down and procrastinate all the way down. And so it's so easy. There's so many things that can de- take distraction. So you have to fight for that time. You have to fight for that time with the Lord. You have to be plugged into the church that, that you're a part of because all those things will bring strength to your life or bring growth to your life. And it'll be beneficial for you and your child and for your future. You know what I learned too is um, I just learned that it's so important not only to to be working and take, you know, take it financially care of your family, but the more important thing too is to actually be with your family and be okay. present. Because, you know, as I'm raising my daughters with my wife, just even me being around with my wife and, and my kids, because I travel obviously to speak too, but... I can't just be home and be on my device. Like that means I'm like I'm home, but I'm not there. You know, like you were saying, like present. Right. It's, it's so you're, you're you're there, but you're not. Your kids <laughs> are looking at you for direction, and they're learning. You know, they're 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 learning. They're they're mimickers. You know, they they will mimic you, and here they are um, watching then every he's on move. His device. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's yeah. that's it's, what's amazing. It's a vicious cycle. Absolutely. This yeah. cycle. Well, well, listen, God loves you. We love you. Thank and, you. It's uh, so awesome to talk to you guys. Wow. Yeah. It's great. Thanks thank, for calling Hey, shoot in. me a photo of you at the, um, at the Warp I, Tour. I emailed one to you guys. I don't know if I saw it. Send it to yeah. me on Instagram. Okay. I will. All right. Awesome. Take it easy. Bye. Peace. That's cool. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Well, let's give out the number. Same thing's happening in Ohio, too. It's happening <laughs> in Ohio. Exactly. Eight uh triple eight five six four six one seven three triple eight five six four six one seven three. Dude, when I was in Ohio like a while ago, mm-hmm. I was outside of uh outside the city and I was speaking at this youth conference and I remember walking up and I seen all these kids and you know, it's different. When you're in LA, you know, where we're very like it's like a melting pot, you mm-hmm. know, of all the different nationalities, but then you're out there it's more white, mm-hmm. right? And I, I remember pulling up to this conference and I'm like, Oh man, I'm all, oh, it's all, you know, it's all these like white kids. It seems like, I guess there's not many problems out here. What am I going to say to these kids? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden I started talking to these kids. And there yeah. was some wild stuff happening in, 
yeah. out there in Ohio. Oh, yeah. Like that movie, you know, where Eminem came from, where was it, 8 Mile? That movie? Yeah. yeah. Dude, like that whole, I mean, that is kind of like in that area out there, but so many crazy stories of hap- stuff that's happening out there, even with like the whole meth epidemic and stuff. Crazy oh, yeah. stuff. Yep. But, um, I mean, hey, again, the, the whole world's crazy. You know, same issues. Doesn't matter where you are. Like you said, Canada, you know, where we're at here in Southern California, Ohio, d- doesn't really matter. There's major issues going on all around the world. As Ryan was saying right earlier, he's going on doing three different tours. You got the wake up tour where he is going to different churches, speaking, you know, just firing up the church and the importance of waking up and looking around you at what's taking place in our in the world, the culture today, and how the the church is called to stand in the gap and have a vision uh, for this generation. Also for the Kill the Noise tour, this is him. And now this is for the first time they've opened it up, not just for the high school, but the junior high schools as well. So if you want to bring uh, the Kill the Noise tour to your school, go to thewhosoevers.com. Go in, uh, email info at thewhosoevers.com. And to book your schools for the Wake Up Tour, you can go to ryan-reese.com, uh, at info at ryanreese.com, and go to thewhosoevers.com. Continue to um, check out everything that's taking place with the whosoever's because that's the heartbeat. All the product that's there, the hats, the shirts, everything, all product that is purchased, it goes right back into funding the movement. And then also, if you want to just um, join the team as far as donating uh, to the cons, you can join the monthly giving program for that. We're about to take a break right now. We'll be back in two minutes taking your calls and talking about multiple things. Peace. With Ryan Race coming up. Is everything all right? Sure. Call now. 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop de doo Back to Live with Ryan Reese. Don't say what I warn you. Loud noises! We are back. And we are live. Call in 888-564-6173, 888-564-6173. I'm going to go ahead and take this call here, Sean. Cool. Uh, from Ryan in Sacramento. What's up, Ryan? How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. I'm really encouraged by everything I'm hearing from you guys, and I'm just thankful for the, the work that you do for the Lord, and it's just encouraging to me, and I just want to say keep up the good work because I, I just hope that you're encouraged as well by by all this and it, it's kind of funny i'm hearing like the you know have moderation in, in what we're using with the the social media and and our apps and not getting distracted and, and even what you were saying earlier with with the maps and everything and uh, just being god-centered to avoid the distractions and you talked about paper maps and i remember using actual thomas guide map yep. books before phones came along and i feel a little bit dumber now that i have to rely on these <laughs> that's actually what this is the one of the research studies are saying too really yeah yeah because it's so easy you just get information you don't have to go anywhere it does that bring me food it does that play music for me it does that that is it yeah no it's true well, think about how many numbers you remember now yeah i'm actually pretty good with numbers <laughs> hey ryan thanks for uh thanks for the call man uh it is encouraging man that's why we're here is just to you know, it's it's just we're just this is the stuff that we're going through, and 
people were talking through or going going through it too. So sometimes the people that are listening, they they feel like they're the only ones. And it's amazing when you get to just shed light on it and say, you know, you're not alone. We're all going through it. We're all trying to figure it out. And we're all trying to keep our eyes on God as we as we go through this life here on earth. And so we could, you know, live out that purpose, that destiny that God created us for. So we thank you for your call. It is encouraging, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, thank for, you. thanks I, for calling, Ray. Thank you. God bless you. You too, brother. See right, peace. Right on, right on. Let me give out the number again. This is Live with Ryan Reese. You want to call in? we got about 30 minutes left of the show. You can call in at 888-564-6173, 888-564-6173. Kind of just been bouncing around on things of Ryan going on the wake-up tour, going the Kill the Noise tour, and just some of the, the issues and topics that are prevalent, such as depression, such as pornography. These are subjects that we bring up often because we're seeing on every platform Wall Street Journal released an article. GQ Magazine has re- uh, released articles. Um, Barna Time Group, Magazine, Barna too. Barna Group, yep. um, Time, like from all genres, like this is major issues. Um, and even the young people that see it as a means of that's all they know, but they too are identifying like this is actually getting too much. Like we were saying, too much distractions. It's clouding judgment. There's not... Um, it's hindering them in relationships in multiple areas of their life. And this is just the beginning. We have a future show that's going to be coming out that we're going to really hit it hard on the whole, like, uh, you know, the whole pornography mm-hmm. thing. Because all these articles keep coming up. So as they keep coming up, we have to keep addressing it. Because as soon as the news stops addressing it, that it's an epidemic, then we'll stop addressing it. Right. <laughs> you know, but until then, as articles still come up, we're going to keep talking about it. Because they are increasing and more people are getting affected by it. And it's, it's, getting, it's a serious issue within the, the mainstream. And, and as we bring these issues up, you know, we're talking from two guys that like, dude, we're walking with the Lord. But yet we deal with issues. We deal with problems. We bring these things up because we understand like, dude, it's easy for us to get caught up. It's easy for us to get distracted. Um, there are multiple things that are pulling us so many different areas. So we need to identify like, man. I need to fix this. I knew it need to adjust this in my life as well because I don't I want to if this is my last day on earth, I don't want to be consumed with a bunch of garbage outside when I should have taken more time with those that were around around me. Yep. You know, my family, friends and stuff like that. You don't get those minutes back. Nope. We're going to go ahead and take uh let's see. Is this Brad from Aliso Viejo? How you doing, Brad? Good, Ryan. How are you? Doing good, man. So what's your question tonight? And thanks well, for calling. I read articles in the uh Wall Street uh, journal and sometimes the New York Times and also the USA Today and I noticed an, uh, Donald Trump announced a uh, opioid epidemic national emergency. That is right. And so the issue I have concern I have is being in the region of South Orange County frequently. I've traveled to the beaches and there was a time when I was younger, like in high school and even in my early college days, it would be like summertime. You could go to the beach and you can enjoy a campfire and roast marshmallows and not worry about any kind of issues and any kind of drugs on the beach but now you have to worry about you know the homeless and people that are out there that are just walking the streets you know that are that are drug epidemic issues that they're dealing with and contending with and my heart goes out for the homeless and i feel so sorry for the people that have to deal with that situation so i'm wondering what can we do to help these people i mean bringing the gospel is very important i really appreciate all that you're doing spreading the gospel to the world and, and helping these younger generation kids Knowing that you know they really need to be aware of the circumstances involving the situation that they're that they're, we're contending with right now with the opioid opioid epidemic in this nation, 
And so I, you know, I just, I'm encouraged by the fact that you guys are really pulling forth, going, traveling across the nation. And I listen to you guys weekly for the last year. And I have a close friend that's uh, a son of Holland Davis. And uh, he, uh, Austin and I, we spent the last seven years together. Now he's homeless on the streets. Mm -hmm. And so I'm concerned in prayer for him. And so it's just, it's just amazing that I can't believe that this generation has to deal with some of the things they're contending with. When I was younger, these issues weren't of concern. It was like before the cell phone and the computers, I mean, we had Apple IIEs in our high school classes. I'm 51 now. Right, right. And uh, it was like now you can't even walk the streets on the beach at nighttime after 10 o'clock. Yeah. You know what? It's, 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 uh, it's, it's different times that we're living in. I mean, I, I, I meet with the director of the Teen Challenge here on the West Coast, and he was, uh, he was telling me months ago, it's actually, it's actually out in the mainstream now, it finally got released, but there was this uh, uh, new drug that was out. It's called, uh, f- was it called fentanyl or something? Okay. There was fentanyl. Na- Naptone is the drug that they do to re- uh, do the opposite effect on fentanyl. Yeah. Then, well, I forget what it is. There's this new drug that's in the streets. It's actually uh, one of the main stops is in... Um, uh, in Santa Ana, and it's supposed to be a hundred times more potent and stronger than yeah. than heroin. So what they're doing is they're mixing it in the illegal in, in the heroin, right. and they're it's way more addictive as well. Right. So they got that whole thing going. Yeah, it's you're right. It it is crazy times. That's why uh, Trump said, you know, where there's a huge epidemic going on with opiates in the states, and there was that Time article that came out that said eighty percent of Americans consume, or I'm sorry, eighty percent of Americans consume. Uh, or what is it? A hundred percent of Americans in the United States. No, I'm sorry. I'm listening. I'm missing the statistic up. <laughs> yeah, okay. Out of a hundred percent of the opiates made in the entire world, the pain pills, Americans are consuming eighty percent of them. Mm. So yes, it is a crazy time that's going it's an on. Epidemic. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. huge, well, and Pete- that's why we are on a mission to reach these 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 students in middle schools and high schools. To get them before they get wrapped up in it, because that's when they're starting this stuff. They're starting with Vicodins, stealing from their parents' closets in fifth grade. So once they get to the beach and they end up homeless, it's already too late. Now, I'm not saying we could send people out to get them, but honestly, it is, we got to get them before they even get there, or else it's too late. That's why we've been. A lot of people with with the drug, opiates, you know, downers, heroin, all this kind of stuff, it's sedated. People don't want to deal with reality because it's an, it's an escape for them. They get this um, the, this high that they chase, and it's it's all they know. It's their comfort zone. And yes, you know, being addicted to these things can take you to the streets. You 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 leave um, all those things that are so common to you. You know, your family, all these kind of stuff. That's what drugs do. Uh, it takes you away from those people. There, there's so many of those that are dealing with um, major issues, you know, that have been let homeless because of the epidemic that's around us. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting times, but you got to understand this too. Why are people getting so influenced to take these drugs? Well, just like you and I were influenced when we were younger. I mean, all, all the music and everything we were listening to, all the bands were pushing the drugs. So therefore, For sure. I was. Popping the LSD and taking the same drugs that all the bands I was listening to. Why don't you just go look at just listening to the music or watch any of the videos or just see through people's social media what bands and, and people are pushing out there. Yep. It, the whole world's pushing sex and drugs. I mean, that's 
That's that's what's going on. That's why the the youth are buying into this stuff. I mean, there was a statistic that just came out. I forget where I read it. It said there is almost two, what is it two million STDs right now. STDs are on the arise. Oh yeah, you were talking about that the other day, and I heard that on something else. Another thing, a very high amount of people that go undetected of HIV. You know, S- STDs are on an all time high again. Yeah. Right now. You know, because there was a, a major scare back in the late 80s, yep, you know, AIDS. going into the early 90s. You know, there were, you know, famous people like Magic Johnson, multiple people um, that uh, contacted HIV. So it was something that everybody rallied around and they were all, you know, speaking about this all the time. But like you said, um, in our society today, look at the music today. I mean, look at the stuff that's being, you know, given to you to consume all the time visually. It's stirring up an imagination and it's stirring up a lot of people having multiple relationships with multiple people that obviously opens themselves up for contacting diseases. Um, And this is the result of Satan taking that something God has created sex to bring two people closer together to bless marriage, to, to bring unity in a home. Satan uses it as a device to destroy people. And the diseases come from because of what takes place from that. And it becomes like what it is with the opiates, an epidemic in our society today. The enemy has come to seek to kill and destroy. Christ has come to give us life and that more abundantly. Our lives should not be just consumed with feeling our flesh. And that's what all these things are talking about. The flesh, drugs, the flesh, sex, and the flesh, all these different things. Those become the priority and everything else takes a back seat. Your relationship with the Lord takes a back seat because all you want to do is fulfill the flesh. And then what happens? You feel empty. You feel horrible. 100%. Don't be fooled. If you look up the news in, in the mainstream and secular news, what is trending suicide, anxiety, depression are at an all-time high. STDs now are at an all-time high. Then you have the opiate problem. I mean, it's like, it's we say all that because this is why the harvest is ripe. This is why Christians, it's not like a doom and gloom. It's like sin is running rampant. This is why the Christians, the church, we need to step up our game. Yeah. The light shines the brightest in the darkness. Right now is the time to stand for something. What did Chuck Smith say? If you stand, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. What do we see in the society? The society is falling for everything. Mm. There's no moral standards in the word, world anymore. This is why we have to be that light in the darkness. We got to be the salt of the earth. This is why we need to be prayed up. We need to be in the Word, and we need to be out doing ministry. It's not about doing ministry. It's not about being plugged into a church. It's about going out and reaching people, letting your light shine, being witnesses. You're either a good witness or you're a bad witness. There's only two kinds of witnesses. We need to be that good witness, power with the Holy Spirit, and going out, loving people into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus was guilty by association. Why? Because he was hanging out with sinners. They called him a drunkard. They called him a glutton because he was out hanging out. People were drinking. He was out eating with them. He was out hanging out with sinners. He was rubbing elbows with sinners. The religious people were saying, why is Jesus hanging out with such scum? Jesus was with sinners. 
Church, we need to go hang out with sinners. We need to reach sinners. We can't reach sinners from the church. Build the building and they will come. This is not the Great Commission. Jesus said to go out and make disciples of the nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teach them to obey my commandments. That is bringing them back to church and teaching them to obey the commandments. We have to go out. Jesus says go out. He says, I say, behold, I send you out as sheep amongst wolves. Therefore, be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. We need to use wisdom, but we need to go out and we need to love God and love people into the kingdom of Christ. This is our great commission, you guys. The world is crazy, but yet Jesus has put us here to reach as many people as possible. Think about it. When you start reading these statistics and you see everything that's going on, doesn't that just fire you up to, to want to do something about it? Or are you like, oh, man, the world's going to hell. Everyone's depressed. Everyone's this. Everyone's that. Jesus, come back. No. We need to reach as many people as possible before Jesus comes back. The most selfish thing for a Christian to do is to see the world in this situation and just go like, man, I just want Jesus to come back so we can get out of here. Mm. Dude, that is totally selfish. That's not what Jesus teaches us. He teaches, don't we have love for our family? Don't we have love for our friends? Don't we have love? Don't we, aren't we, aren't we moved with compassion when we've seen hurt people? I mean, Jesus says that he was moved with compassion when he would see people. Mm. He says they look like sheep without a shepherd. They were lost. And this is the state of the church. If you can't see this, just read the news. The world, the president, people are telling us that people are lost. It's so in our face. I mean, the gospel, this is what the gospel teaches yeah. us. That the world is lost, yep. and we are a light here on this earth, and we need to reach people. Yeah. What, one last thing, Sean. What did Jesus tell us right before he went to heaven? The last words he told his disciples, he gave us the Great Commission. The last thing that Jesus said before leaving this earth, go out and make disciples of the nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey my commandments. That was the last thing he told us before he left planet earth you know i think it's important yeah it's very important and it's always also important how how we live our lives because the bible says to be holy as he is holy what does that mean it's not being perfect nobody's perfect but uh, the word holiness means to be set apart for god's purpose and use before you walked with the lord you walked by the flesh everything we're talking about today that was number one priority and the the bible says in romans 6 imagine this if you lived for the Lord how you used to live for the world, think of the damage you can do. The world but, would be changed. You know what I'm saying? Because back yeah. in the day, like I said, you're like 007 when you wanted to go get high or get drunk or whatever. You figure some way out. You could be broke as a joke and you, somehow you still got drugs. Still somehow you still got high. I'm $100,000 in debt, <laughs> but I came up on a hundred bag of weed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always find a way. But then in the Lord, a lot of times people can put in cruise control. And that's why Paul says in the book of Romans 6, just as you used to present your bodies as slaves of unrighteousness, just like you used to serve the flesh, now let your bodies be members of righteousness. Serve the Lord with reckless abandonment. Given yourself entirely over into the Lord because the benefits that are there, they're eternal benefits. Um, so, dude, we encourage you. Before Christ, you're a walking dead man with no life. God gives us life for a purpose. It, not to waste our life, but to be used to, to reach this generation. Um, praying, 
um, being around them, like Ryan was saying, like having a heart for people wherever you go, whether it's at the coffee place, whether it's at, um, you know, kids, stuff, whatever you're at, there's always opportunities. If you're being led by the Spirit of God, there's opportunities wherever you go. And there's people from all walks of life. We're bringing them up because as we're bringing these society, these uh, statistics up, so that's talking about the world. That's talking about the people that you are rubbing shoulders with today. They are battling with those things. They are trying to f- make sense of life. They're battling with distractions. They're battling with the depression and all these kind of stuff. And the, 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 the healing process will only take place when the Lord touches their lives. And God can use you to be an instrument to draw them to the Lord. Look, this is the deal. You can't just get sober overnight. You can't, you know, all these different things that we obviously were a part of for many years. It's these habits are hard to break. It has to be a work of God. I mean, I tried getting sober like six times or something. Yeah, me too. I mean, I you remember one time there was one time I got sober for like a couple months and it felt like ten years or something. Mm-hmm. But literally, like then one thing led to another. Then I, I'm just going to drink a beer tonight. I drank two beers tonight, and then next thing you know, I was getting wasted again. It's just right back to it has to, it's the power of god in our lives yep. that's it yeah that's, that's it. simple that's it so let's go and grab this other one here we yep. go you know before uh before we take this other one let's go ahead and uh, call uh, uh the number in the number is triple eight five six four six one seven three triple eight five six four six one seven three we just got a couple more minutes left but hopefully we can take your call all right here we go let's take trish from uh irvine how you doing tonight trish I'm fine, uh, Ryan. I I just want to um, applaud you and and your team. You guys are just doing an amazing job, and um, I'm we're we're really blessed. Thank you, you know. so much. Yeah, it and I and I also want to I, I want to share some stuff with you really quick. Yeah, um, for sure. I don't know if you're aware, but Teen Vogue has already published sixty three times in this year, articles on abortion. Hmm. That's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, one of them goes so far as, so your friend is about ready to have an abortion. Of course you want to be there for her, but you don't know how. Look, making this decision is never simple, and having to make it alone is not a good thing. I mean, just off the wall, um, just condoning it. Yeah, They even have this, escort where if you want to be an escort um you sign up to um give people rides and hugs and and you know meet their needs in that way wow um they also have a pin that's shaped like a uterus but it looks like a goat's head like a really demonic thing and it says feminist is back and it just um speaks derogatory about uh, our, our bodies, I mean, just totally defaming what what Jesus has created. And that's Teen I, Vogue. And it, Ryan, yeah. Ryan brought that up a couple months ago with a gnarly topic that was in there um, yeah. about something else. Crazy. Yeah. yeah ba- basically, the article that came out months ago uh, was in Teen Vogue, and it was teaching our 11 to 17-year-olds how to sodomize and get sodomized in detail. It was literally the gnarliest magazine article I read Ever, I think. And not only that, it was so gnarly that the mainstream liberals were going crazy. There's blogs all over the internet right now where even the mainstream was yelling at Team Vogue going, 
this is the worst, this is the filthiest article we've ever read in our lives. How could you guys even put this out? You know it's bad when the mainstream is going nuts over it. Well, I worked in the media for years in the capacity of a photographer, and um, a lot of people don't know, but the media is run by one person. One, There's one entity there, the, mm-hmm. the powers that be. I don't want to mention any names. Yep. But they also own ESPN um, and various magazines. I, I'm not going to go on to mention right. them, but you can Google it. Um, so they have a monopoly on it. And a lot of time they're just saying things just to appease the public. You know, they're, they're, we're being played back and forth. And um, I left my number there with with the girl that answers the phone, and I can share some things with you that would just like blow you away. I would but, love to. Um, we have your number. Yes, sir. All right. And um, I just wanted to say this one more thing. There's this heating pad that after you have your abortion, you buy this heating pad for your friend. It's called the Angry Uterus Heating Pad. And um, it's all on it's all on the internet. I gotta I gotta see this stuff. Um, I'm gonna connect with you after after this. I want to see that pin too. Can you uh, can you Instagram me uh, photos of this stuff? Um, I can't Instagram you e- photos. E- I I don't have email us. Email us. I, I'm really not in this century. I I just was battling cancer and I'm like just getting back on my feet. Yeah. And now I. I'm no longer chasing my daughter around town because I pretty much um, handed her over to the courts. And um, when I went before the judge, the judge was like, well, you know, you can get in trouble for serve jail time for abandonment. And I said, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Somebody died for me. And the judge said, somebody died for you. And I said, yes. And then, you know, how they have to ask you the question, well, who Mm -hmm. died for you? And I said, Jesus. And it turns out the judge was a a Christian. Mm -hmm. Here Damn. in Orange County. How, and, uh, how's your daughter doing? Is she all right? She's, she, they put her in a home and she just runs and she's like been crowned the queen of rebellion because um, she has more freedom now than she ever had because they can't control her because California does not have lockdown because we're such a liberal state. Mm-hmm. So she pretty much, you know, rules the roost, you know, Stays there, sleeps there, goes to school, and then Friday she takes off after school and doesn't come back until Monday, two hours before school starts. Got it. So um, uh, she turns 18 in, in the spring, so, you know, something, something's got to give. But like I was telling the, your girl there that answers the phone, mm. um, she was brought up in the Lord, and I just continue to stand on the promises that, you know, he's not going to leave us or forsake us, and... You know, I, I trained her up, and and she knows right. This from is long. this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna um, disconnect here, but just stay on the line, and uh, we'll get on the phone with you after, um, and talk to you a little bit more in detail, and actually pray with you for her. So I'm gonna put you on hold, and okay. uh, I'll be with you in a minute. Thank all right. You. Well, we would like you, we'd Jewish. like to thank all you guys for listening tonight. Uh, we're gonna be back next week, 9 p.m. Cali time, I think 12 New York time. And it's been amazing to just um, hear all you guys, just hear you guys' comments and uh, just be available to to talk to you guys about what's going on in the world. God's doing amazing things. 
and uh, he's coming. So we got to reach as many people as possible and let them know that God loves them and he died on the cross to forgive them of all their sins. And that's the beautiful hope that we have is eternal life in Jesus Christ. Love you guys. Peace. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese. This is Chris Christensen, and back in 2006, I started a simple project. A project to try and introduce more people to the Bible through Bible study called the Bible Study Podcast. It's a simple name and a simple idea. Each week, every week, we study one chapter of the Bible, talk about what it says, and what that might mean for us today. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for the Bible Study Podcast on your favorite podcast app.